An incident had occurred after we crossed the Sea of Marmara and were passing Istanbul on the Bosphorus Strait, on our route to Odessa. Our ship was passing slowly along this narrow natural strait. There is a very low speed limit requirement for all ships when they navigate through Bosphorus. Suddenly, we heard the splash of something heavy fall into the water. Immediately after this, we heard the shouting and running of KGB security officers assigned to guard us. There was a serious commotion. Eduardo and I tried our best to penetrate the sea with our eyes in order to understand what had fallen into the water. But the sea was rough, and we could not yet detect anything. We were ordered to move away from the lower deck area because the security officers were now clearing the deck. They told everybody to return to their cabins. Almost everyone did, except Eduardo and me, because we were standing beside the upper deck ladder. This position and our curiosity persuaded us instead to climb quickly to the upper deck in order to view more clearly the surrounding sea. The Soviet ship crew was also there for the same purpose, and somebody explained to Eduardo that a man fell overboard. We witnessed how five or six security officers gathered on the lower starboard deck and shouted to the man whom I could now see. He was swimming strongly towards the shore, but the sea was rough and his progress was slow. The security officers began firing their guns at him. Now Eduardo and I felt scared that they would kill him, but the rough sea appeared to help him that far to escape the bullets. A Soviet mariner beside us explained that the boy who jumped the ship was a Cuban military cadet who had climbed unnoticed during the night into a lifeboat raised above the deck, where he spent all night waiting for the ship to approach Istanbul and to enter the narrow Bosphorus Strait. Nobody had noticed him there. When the ship entered Bosphorus, he stood up and jumped overboard. I was terrified that the bullets would hit the swimmer and ask the mariner to tell me his opinion. He didn't think so, because the rough sea made the swimmer an unstable target. Now we could see how local Turkish fishermen from the coast, having heard the shooting, started their motorboat and rushed towards the swimmer in an attempt to rescue him. Our ship was slowly moving ahead, leaving the swimmer behind. The security officers continued firing their guns at the swimmer, apparently without success, because we could hear them swearing angrily. Secretly, I felt relieved, because the distance between the swimmer and the ship was increasing. No other ships were following us through the Bosphorus Strait, except the motorboat of local fishermen, who were coming closer to the swimmer, and it was obvious that they would rescue him. Suddenly, 
we heard the security operatives order our captain to stop the ship and reverse the gears. The captain was annoyed because it is forbidden to stop and to reverse while the ship is proceeding through Bosphorus. But he obeyed the order, which was not difficult, since the ship's engine was in its lower gear already. He stopped the engine and reversed the gear, but this time he was speeding up the ship in reverse. In horror, we watched our ship catch up with the swimmer, slow its speed, and run directly over him. I felt paralyzed by the savagery before me. The swimmer just disappeared. There was only the boat with the Turkish fishermen, who were stunned as well by the barbaric and hideous assassination of the swimmer.